Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Vor from Samael and you're listening to Brutally Delicious Podcast. One, two, you my friend i'm very good nice to hear you yeah it's been a while it's been a while yeah yeah, yeah. i don't even know what year that was was that 17 16 i can remember that was on the board that i remember but that's yeah all, that's all i remember <laughs> getting ready to go again yeah. we're getting ready to go again here in a couple weeks you you're gonna go there oh yeah i've been uh every year Oh, that's cool. I mean, I, I thought at some point that we will play there too, but but we didn't get the confirmation, so it won't be this year. Yeah, who knows? He still has like twenty four bands to uh to get there. Maybe yeah, but that will be too short. <laughs> if, if he said if he gives a yes, I mean, it's too short for us. Oh, I know. Playing Spinks already, so yeah, 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 yeah. No, that would have been great. Yeah, yeah, it will be great. Any- I'm, I'm sure he will. He, he will let us play at some point. So. Oh yeah. Anyway, you guys doing okay? I'm fine, fine, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just staying busy? Well, it's just starting up the year, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we will meet with the boys uh, in two days and discuss a little bit what we're going to do for, for this year. Um, we got this live album. Uh, it's going to be released, like, uh, mid-February. Right. So, you know, and then we will do, like, four shows in Poland uh, around that that. that release and go to japan and then the few festival but you know it's nothing like a big thing which is planned for next year pretty much we're going to work on a new album that, right. that's that's what we're doing at the moment actually okay what was the reason to uh put the live album together how did that start well we wanted to do like a um 25th anniversary thing uh for passage mm-hmm. so we booked a tour in europe but, but that got canceled because of covid right and then the, the, the following years, we, we did that. So we, we did, I believe it was uh, 18, 18 shows, um, 18 shows, 18 days. So that was a long time we didn't do something like, as intense as that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we record every show. And we, we thought, well, you know, if we found we got the material for, for it, then we will, you know, try to, to have a, a release uh, around this. Right. And um, we check everything we, we recorded. Nah, not everything, actually. <laughs> we thought that the, the concert we thought that were the best, right? And we decided, you know, we, we take just the last one. I mean, we, we were like, you know, uh, fire up. We we had enough uh, experience, right? You know, playing the the, the same set list for uh, eighteen days. So yeah, we we took that one, did a little bit of editing here and there. I think this is Drop who did that, and um and yeah, so we we kind of have a new release of Passage, but instead of re-recording in a studio, we have a live version of it. And I kind of like it. I mean, I, think, I don't think it would have made sense to re-record that one because 
it would not have been different enough probably from the right. original. So, you know, the live version at least got some spice, some some more um stuff different vibe i think it's got more punch from i heard the one song and it's definitely punchier to me jupiterian vibe oh yeah 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 that's the one who got released uh last year yeah yeah, yeah. so i think it's pretty cool yeah, there, there's a few reasons for that sorry no, no no go ahead i'm sorry i mean there's a few reasons for that um first you know we some of those songs especially jupiterian vibe we, we we've kept on playing that one quite a lot so you know, after 25 years playing the same song, you kind of have it in your head and uh, and it kind of flows. Right. Uh, we we also, I mean, since since we re-recorded, uh, we we, re, we we did play shows for um, Ceremony of Opposite a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually uh, tuned back to C sharp. That that was the the, um, the tuning for Ceremony. Okay. And we kept that tuning for. for 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 now and um, so so the album is actually you know uh, half a tone uh, down from from the original. Right. It's not much, but it kind of make it a little bit heavier somehow. Interesting. At least to my ear. So right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that give some some different um, tone to it. That could be because it definitely sounds punchier. But what I was gonna say is, twenty fifth anniversary tour. It's kind of cool to re release this anyway, right? Be- or to release the live album because. There's a lot of fans who probably didn't even know you weren't even born or weren't into music back 25 years ago, right? <laughs> that I don't know. I mean, I mean, what I got in mind was more like the people who, who, who were, you know, around at the time and got the the, um, the original version, right? And you know, kind of, uh, it's not a nostalgic thing, but, but you know, you, maybe you've heard it enough, so so to have it in a different version, right? Might, might keep it more interesting for a future to come. And yeah, of course, I mean, if there are some people who discover us with this, fine, that's cool. I mean, th- this is an important album for us. So, you know, it, right. It, it's still, it's still relevant somehow. Oh yeah. Day. I mean, maybe not every song the same way it was back then, but, but yeah, I, you know, I don't have any problem to play those songs. Uh, what I was getting at though, as far as, you know, the newer fans is I, I bet your shows, because like most shows I go to now, are multi-generational, right? Like people like myself bringing their kids and even their grandkids at some point. It happens, yeah. It did happen already, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy how it's so multi-generational and gets passed down. I, I don't, I don't know about the, the the other type of music. I mean, pro- probably it's it's probably the same in, in any gender. But uh, I know for heavy metal that that happened quite a lot. I mean, you know, I, I've been to to Iron Man in concert like I don't know five six years ago in Barcelona. Right. Uh, I was there with my girlfriend, and she she didn't saw the band live yet. So I thought, well, that's a good opportunity. And you know, same thing. You know, it will be parents going with the kids, and uh, it it will be like going to a game, but there is only one team, and everybody win at the end. So that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. No, I agree. So what was it like, I guess, playing these shows? You have new members in the band, Drop and Ales, right? So are they, did they bring something different to these songs as well? Well, actually, they, they, knew, they, they knew the album before joining the band. Uh, both of them were kind of fan of the, the band before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drop was playing, uh, Alice as well, actually. They were both playing in the band Cybrid. Uh, Maybe you, you heard about them mm-hmm. from Switzerland. And we actually did a few shows together. We we tour actually uh, for for the Solar Solar album here in Europe. They they were uh, one of the opening act, and um, 
so so you know for them it, it was a bit like uh, they they have an outside view of the album and um yeah may, maybe give it something but we haven't really changed anything from from the the original version you know right. maybe some some of the the thing you know, like you're doing on the live uh, environment uh, for example Jupiter and Vibe you know if if I, I got to think about something uh, the the intro is a bit longer uh, than it is on the, on the original uh, album mm-hmm. because you know it kind of create the vibe that that's why so it's, it's just like little details I mean more or less this is exactly the same uh, as it was on the album. Okay, and you said you're getting ready to have a meeting here in a couple of days or whatever, so maybe a couple of weeks, but you're going exactly, to yeah. Uh, yeah. So are you guys going to be writing some new material then? No, when we're gonna meet there, we're just gonna have a few drink together, listen to some stuff that we already recorded, and um, and check because we, we just received uh, like a few few days ago the um, the vinyl and CD, so we already got them, mm-hmm. even though it's released like in a, in a month or so. Right. So you know, so yeah, we will do that, and you know, just 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 hang hang out together, and you know, reconnect, and and you know, find find the. the the suitable day for for the rehearsal for the upcoming shows, which are uh, on the twenty something of uh, February, so we still have time. Okay. Do you find it more difficult to prepare for tours now because we're all getting to be a certain age, right? Or is it not that big a deal? I mean, it, it depends. I mean, if we, you know, we as I, I told you, we're working on a new album. So, so when the new album is coming. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a, a lot of work to to do that. But you know, for for the two we're gonna do in uh, in February, uh, basically we play the passage, the whole album, the the four shows, right? Plus like a, a, another half of the set, which is more varied, you know, from from the the, the back catalog. Mm-hmm. And that's songs that we know, so so it doesn't take long, you know. Usually, uh, if we do two rehearsals together, we're we're fine. Right. Okay, and you're going back to Poland to play these gigs. Are you going to Krakow again, where it's recorded? Uh, not the same place, but uh, yeah, we we play again there. Yeah, yeah. The second part of the set won't be the same. So, so if people already saw us, I mean, they they won't see exactly the same show. Just the first part will be the same. Gotcha. And then, what do you have planned after that? You've got a couple shows there. What's for the rest of the year? Is it too early to tell, or you can't say, or? Well, in March we go to Japan again. Nice. Uh, this is just the second time for us. We play two shows: uh, Tokyo and uh, Osaka. And then uh, I don't think we have anything until May, where we play a festival in Norway. And we got a few things this summer. Not everything is announced, but it's just like festivals. Oh, good. Japan festival. We we hope. So sorry. Japan shows are always pretty good, right? I hear they got a pretty good metal crowd over there. You never been to to Europe or for 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 festivals? I have not. It's on my goal to get over there, but I have not yet. Ah, there, there there's a few festivals that are really worth to 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 check. I mean, Wacken, Buesli, but I, I think Elfest is is one of the best nowadays. I mean, they they really try to to have a whole experience. You know, not only the concert, but the, the whole environment is kind of uh, you know a bit of Mad Max type of thing you know oh really <laughs> and uh, yeah that's really cool yeah I think this is one of the best festivals I mean the big one I mean right then there is plenty of uh, smaller festivals that are really cool but if we're just talking about the huge one yeah I think Elfest is probably the best one now nice so did you ever imagine you'd still be uh, making music or relevant music with Samael this far along in your career 
Well, I, I never really, you know, set a, a, a deadline to say, well, you know, past this time, I, I won't do anything. I mean, to, to me, when I started up this band, I thought, well, you know, it's till death. So, so right. you know, as long as I can do it, I, I will do it. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't thought maybe I would reach the, 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 the 50 mark, but uh, I did. Right. <laughs> so, and, you know, I'm still all right. So, hey, you know, I, I don't know how long we can do that, but as long as we can, we will. That's excellent. And I think the metal community more so than in any other genre is accepting of like all ages, all whatever, as long as, I mean, I think we're all just like one big family sort of thing, right? You don't find that in the, I don't think in the pop world or whatever, you kind of just wash away after yeah. a certain point. Yeah, I agree with you. But you know, one other thing is with, with, with metal in general, uh, this, this is a music that's never been, uh, uh, the thing of the day or, you know, it's never been really popular. It is, it is on the long run. Right. But, you know, it's never been like, uh, oh, this is the music of this moment. I mean, it's always been like a bit, you know, on the side. Uh, and because of that, it doesn't really get old. You know, it, a right. lot of album that I will listen to now, uh, I think, you know, they, they, they sound still cool nowadays. I mean, they, they were not hype at the moment when they got released. So, so it's not a matter of hype or, or uh, you know, a matter of trend. It's just, yeah, it's good and it's good forever. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a really good point. I also think, and I do a lot of these interviews, that it's also, uh, it shines a light. I guess metal inherently shines a light on society or whatever that, you know, that we're going through. And now it's a perfect backdrop or the perfect mirror to the shit we're all in, right? You know, it, it always depends on how you look at it because we've been in this uh, for a long time, you know. But if you really got your nose into the, the news, uh, well, the world is fucked for a long time already. But, you know, I, I try to distance myself of this. I mean, I know what's going on in the world, but I, I try to, to, to not be constantly, you know, um, overflowed by, by information about the state of the world. I mean, I know it's been bad before. It, it is still, uh, I'm not even sure it's so much worse than it was before. I don't know. Right. And you're right about the bombardment. It's 24-7 nonstop talking head shit. Yeah, I, I mean, this and that, you know, uh, it's not like I, I never watch the news, but I try to, 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 to keep distance from that because, you know, the, it makes you depressed for a thing that you, you don't have any involvement in it. You know, right. you, you cannot change it. So, so, so why bother really? You know, right. it's not like I'm trying to, to, to hide myself from the world and thinking hey, everything is great. I'm just thinking, well, my life is actually not that bad. I mean, I cannot really complain. Uh, I can do what I like. Uh, you know, I, I'm still growing as a person, I think, I hope. Right. Um, you know, I got a chance to talk with interesting people all the time. So why should I complain, really? Right. And you get to play the music. Personal level. Then I know, you know, my situation is not everybody's situation. You know, I'm not in Ukraine right now uh, or, or any of the places where, where you know, it, they're, right. they're under fire. But, you know, there's nothing I can do against that. So, you know, 
All right. This is what it is. It is. That's going to bring me to the end of my questions, Vorf. I appreciate you taking the time. It's always a pressure. Come on. <laughs> and I always appreciate you uh, at least uh, humoring me when I send you these things that I need to be worked on. So thank you for always doing that. How was it, actually? It was pretty good. Did, the did you move forward with, with, yeah, I did a, it, with it, your project? Yeah, it turned out to be... Um, Rather than a paper, I actually did the paper, and I didn't like it at all. I wasn't feeling it, and I, I uh, spoke with my professor, and I ended up doing a, a film. Just okay. like it, sort of like the last one, except this one's just heavy metal and religion, and it's uh, less than an hour. In fact, we premiered it last night. It came out really good. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, I'll send you a link to it. It's, it, I mean... I only had a semester. That would be nice, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I got some time now, so I'm happy to watch. Oh yeah, yeah I'll sure. send it over to you. I um, you know, it was uh, I only had a certain amount of time to work on it because it was a semester project for my masters. But so in 16 weeks, I was pretty happy with the way it came out. Sure. So, and I appreciate you always jumping in and saying, "Yeah, sure, I'll do your stupid shit." So I appreciate it. I mean, if I got the time, you know, you're always welcome. <laughs> I'm always playing around trying to find new ideas and things. So. I appreciate your time, my friend. Be safe on the road, and hopefully we'll catch you somewhere down the line. You too. You take care, and all the best for this new year. Yeah, you and, too. Uh, hopefully we'll meet next year then. Yeah, and I'll send you that link sometime today. Yeah, please. Thank you. All right, be well, my friend. Have a great day then. Hey, you, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. What's up, this is Dark Masic with Brutally Delicious, coming at you with a review of Everdawn's brand new album, Venera. First off, Happy New Year, everyone. I'm looking forward to an exciting 2024. So, back to Venera. I'd never heard of this band before, but I thought to myself, with a band name like Everdawn, I'm in. And sure enough, it did not disappoint. The style was interesting to say the least. I would have called it just straight symphonic metal. It was built to me as power. The closest comparison I can think of is Edenbridge. That's a fantastic symphonic band from, I believe, Austria. Their 2019 album Dynamind was one of the best of the year for me. Seriously, I'm wondering whether it's the same producer. I just got to pause here to say two things. One, it is really refreshing to hear female-fronted symphonic metal and not immediately think they sound like Nightwish. Two, I sort of assumed this band was going to be from Germany or Sweden. I go to the metal archives and turns out they are from New Jersey. I know I said two things, but this is like five wrapped up into one. First and foremost, best news ever since I heard of Empress last year. They're a power metal band from Philadelphia. We need more of this style coming from the U.S. But also, this is like the only good thing to come from New Jersey since Bruce Springsteen, probably. As a Manhattan resident, I will say, good job, you stepped up your game. Last thing before we get to the songs. So I said the band sonically and kind of stylistically reminds me of Edenbridge. The vocals remind me a little bit of Britney Slays of Unleash the Archers. If you don't know Unleash the Archers, do yourself a favor. Go listen to their last two albums or at least do The Wind That Shaped the Land. But for Venera, kicking things off, the style at the beginning of the album is actually kind of like a classic metal, except it's more chord-based than riff-based. But eventually it develops into that symphonic metal style I was talking about. Song-wise, let's start with Century Black. Really cool track with a great melodic chorus. There's a pop sensibility here in that the chorus reminded me of Eagle Fly Free by Halloween, but without the double bass drumming. 
oftentimes I'll hear metal songs, specifically power metal songs, and think, this sounds like that pop hit, but with double bass drumming. It's interesting going in the reverse direction. And with Eagle Fly Free in particular, I've said that there are many songs over the years that have like blatantly stolen it. This one, I don't think is a steal at all. It just reminded me of it, which is, I think, the best way possible moving forward. Compare that to something like Shape or Reality by North Tail, where it's very obviously trying to ape it. Point being, it sounds to me like they had an influence and incorporated that into the music without just rewriting something that already existed. Silver Lining. Here is the power metal burner I was waiting for at the beginning of the album. I asked myself whether this would have been a better opener than Cassiopeia, and I think it very well might have been. Sort of needless to say, there's a good sense of melody here, and I really appreciated that. Crimson Dusk and Silver Dawn. I think this might be the first instrumental I have ever praised in my history doing reviews for Brutally Delicious. This one rips hard. I mean it in the best way possible when I think... I kept expecting vocals to come in. That's rare in that it sounded like it was building towards something. There are basically two types of metal instrumentals. The first type is about a minute and a half long and it's atmospheric and it's what they do to open an album when the opening track is too abrupt. The second type is just shredding and there are great examples of that. I do actually like Ingve, but you can tell it's there somewhat for self-indulgence most of the time. This one did not have that vibe at all. Like I'm saying, it felt like it was an actual song. I'm sitting there thinking, what are vocals going to come in? It kept my attention. The title track, Venera. I really hope it's not Venera. Great chorus, and it really carries some heft and emotional weight. When I was listening to this, I was envisioning a movie in my head. Specifically, the climax where a villain realizes that he's gone too far and is about to turn back to avoid dooming humanity. It actually felt like something was changing every time I heard this chorus. It has that effect. Last but not least, truer words ever spoken, almost 13 minutes long, and there is so much to it that I'm finding it hard just to begin to summarize it. I immediately made a mental to-do to listen to this again so I can remember everything that just happened. You know, I could probably do a couple minutes review of just this song. But for the sake of a short review like this, I will just say, towards the end of it, there's this synth part that reminded me of the theme from Space Jam. And that was just killer. So, first review of 2024, and it did not disappoint. Minus the part that they're from New Jersey, of course. I kid, I kid, I kid. Great choruses all throughout this album, and I cannot wait to re-listen to much of it, but specifically truer words ever spoken. I know you were released in December, but I'm going to credit you with being a propitious beginning to 2024. Thanks, and rock on. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.